Hi, this is Brett Thornhill. And I'm Jenny Friedman. And you're listening to Technicolor Mindset. Hey, Jenny, how are you doing today? Good. How are you doing, Brett? I'm doing fantastic. It's good to be back here with you again. I know. You too. So this new platform of ours is going really well. We're really enjoying it. And um, I had an idea of something that we could chat about today. Oh, good. Okay. I've been thinking a lot lately about leadership, uh, which is a pretty broad topic. But it's a pretty important topic when we're talking about moving forward in business, entrepreneurship, even moving forward in your career, moving forward with your life, really. I mean, leadership is something that we encounter, something that we're from time to time encouraged or maybe even forced to take on. So it's a topic that I think warrants a little discussion. So are you talking about being in charge of people or are you talking about just taking initiative? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, in general, we could start by talking about leadership and what it means. Like, what are the qualities of leadership? How do you recognize the qualities of leadership? Because not everybody agrees on what makes a good leader. So what do you think makes a good leader? Well, I do think having a degree of confidence is really important. I know that my daughter, <laughs> one time she said, you know, mom, she's feeling very pressured at school. Not everyone is cut out to be a leader. I don't want to be a leader. I just want to be a really good follower. Well, but there are people who are really comfortable being a number two, right? Yeah. And being a doer. And and I think that sometimes can be the difference. If you can become comfortable with taking on a leadership role and delegating and keeping your eye on, on the big picture and being more strategic in your thinking. And if you're not, if doing and being a doer is not a strength, maybe a leadership role is not a bad place for you. See, I disagree a little bit with the concept of leaders not being doers because I do think that there's, so there's the confidence piece. Yeah. And then there's also, I do think that you uh, lead by example. I think the best leaders lead by example yeah. and actually are the ones that set the bar, the set the tone, set the priorities, set the, the big vision. They may not do the nitty gritty details, but they they do. Yeah, that, and, and that's kind of what I'm talking about, or the, you know, the detailed work. For example, maybe I've changed my mind about this a little in the last few years since I started my own business, but I never considered myself to be that much of a doer. But that didn't mean that I sat around doing nothing all day. It just meant that I, I didn't like to get wrapped up in details. Like I, I love to take a project to a certain point, and I love to be able to revisit that project. And I always thought that I, I, I was somebody who was able to add value. So from that perspective, oh, I think I was a doer, but I wasn't somebody who really wanted to get down in the weeds. Some people love it down in the weeds. Some people love the certainty of being down in the weeds and they love having a, a very specific job that has a beginning, a middle and an end. And when it's done, I go back and somebody checks it and, and we all get together again. So some people are really comfortable in that role. Right. And there's nothing that says that they can't be leaders. But I guess what I'm saying more than anything else is I've, I've seen different types of leaders. I've seen leaders who think they have to lead by doing. In other words, I'm a true believer that you can learn as much by watching someone do it wrong as you can by watching someone do it right. Well, <laughs> I think that's where a lot of leaders, I know for me, that's where I feel stepping into leadership roles more because when you work for someone else or you watch someone doing something and you're like, this isn't right, or I know that it could be better a different way, yeah. it makes you feel more like you want to take the lead and go, okay, don't do that anymore. Do this. And I'm going to lead the way this way. 
And to go back to your point about confidence, that kind of plays into this a little bit because I've seen leaders who think that in order to lead people, they have to be able to do what the other people do better than them or as well as they do. And then there are leaders who say, I don't have to be able to do your job better than you at all. In fact, if I can, why do I need you? So I should be very comfortable and confident in the fact that you're very good at what you do and that's not a strength of mine. I think that's what really marks a true leader. So leaders that need to take on every role and leaders that need to be able to say, well, if I'm going to lead you, I have to be better at what you do than you are. I think that's a, I actually think that's a weakness. Yeah. So that's sort of that micromanagement thing that is, A, it's really annoying for your people. And I agree. I don't think that's a sign of leadership so much. Um, To me, I think a really strong leader is a person who surrounds themselves with the best people they can and wants to make them look good because in making your people look good, you look good. You surround yourself with rock stars. And then one of the qualities of a leader is to know and be able to recognize the strengths of those people that you surround yourself with. So what I always say is surround yourself with rock stars, but don't make the drummer play lead guitar. Right. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) And that takes confidence to be able to do that. It takes more confidence to really be able to say, you know what, this is not an area of expertise for me. So I want to have the strongest possible person that I can taking this job on. I think being resourceful is also a good quality for a strong leader, because if you're resourceful, you may not know all the answers and that's okay, but you know where to find them or you know who to go to, to get them. If you're confident, if you cannot know, if you can live in a, in a high degree of uncertainty, but you have confidence that somehow it will work out or that it always you figure it out or you always are competent enough to surround yourself with people who will figure it out, that's good leadership. So you really raise a great point there, I think, and a really relevant point is the idea of certainty and the idea of becoming comfortable with a certain amount of uncertainty, a certain amount of uncertainty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so meta. I do believe, yeah, right, exactly. So you have to be conscious of that. And I do believe that that's a hugely important leadership quality is to be able to say, I'm not sure exactly where this path is leading yet, but I have myself surrounded by great people. I trust them. I trust my ability to be able to evaluate the big picture. And I'm willing to take responsibility for the team and that sort of thing. I, I think that kind of diminishes the need to feel certain about what the outcome is going to be and to find your path by walking on it. And I think great leaders do that. Yeah. This, this reminds me of, and I, this would, I hate to bring it up now in this political climate over here in the U S but um, I would bring up this example anyway. So what, really what, what, what political climate? I'm not, I'm not familiar with what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember when the apprentice first came out, And I was watching loyalty be one of those qualities that would sometimes get rewarded. And then other times it seemed like you were going to get thrown under the bus. Mm -hmm. So in other words, like if you were the leader, like I I saw this and I remember it just messed with my head so much because I was like, that's not right. There's a leader who would sit there and blame someone else for what went wrong. And that was like, yes, I agree with you. You're right. And they would fire the other person and not the leader. And then occasionally you would watch the leader take the responsibility and 
um, the leader would get fired. I mean, so, you know, there was no real rule there on that show, but I remember thinking to myself, are you saying that the host of that show didn't display consistency? In the <laughs> I'm just, I'm just wondering if that's what you're saying. I, I'm just saying that it was interesting <laughs> to me. It was one of the first shows that I saw people talking about this. And at the time in my job that I had, Mm -hmm. I was doing that and experienced it firsthand. That's why I remember it and why it's such a powerful example for me because I actually had this guy who I was responsible for and he totally messed up mm -hmm. and I totally took the heat for that. Yeah. And in the meeting with the boss, the guy saw that I took on the ownership of that and then threw me under the bus as if it, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. So there was no loyalty. Here I am covering you and you're just gonna, you know, let me hang out there and flap in the wind. It makes you wonder what his, what his perspective on the situation was. I don't like, know, but I thought no good deed goes unpunished. An experience that I had when I started leading a team I had been part of a team, you know, in my career for a long time. And then I started leading a team. And when I started leading a team, I was very eager to hear the views of other people. So I would challenge and question members of the team. And I found that I had to be very overt and I had to, I had to be very direct about the fact that what I was doing was seeking input, not providing direction. Because when you're a leader, sometimes when you ask a question, how you ask a question can come across as a challenge. So the person on the other end of that question, on the receiving end of that question is like trying to anticipate what answer you're looking for and trying to get the answer right. And so I would have to tell people, look, I'm just questioning things. I am, I'm challenging you to prove me wrong. I loved it when my team proved me wrong. I loved it when I asked a question and they had a great answer for me. And if I was making an assumption and they took me down a different road, it's like I say about debate, right? It's like when you enter into debate, there's a little bit of a tangent, but you'll, you'll see where I'm going. When you enter into a debate, really two people entering into a debate is a no-lose situation. Neither one of those people should lose when that debate is over because either you'll have a position and you will have convinced the other person of your position or they will have done a good enough job to convince you of their position and you've learned something new and, and changed your mind. And so now you have a different way of thinking. Either way, you win, right? Right. So that's how I used to approach my team. I'd approach my team, you know, we'd go into a meeting, a status meeting or whatever, and I'd, I'd question lots of stuff. And at first, every time I questioned something, they thought that I was criticizing. And I had to actually pull them all together and said, look, when I question things, and I'm saying, this is how it looks to me, prove me wrong, please. And I loved it when they proved me wrong. I loved it when they had a different view and, and I could change my mind because of something, because that showed me that I had a strong team. Right? right. So, so I think, again, that when you say confidence, the confidence to not have to always, you know, have it be my way or the highway, to be open minded to other ways of thinking and other perspectives and stuff. I think that's a hugely important quality of a leader. It is. It depends, I guess, on the context, because I do remember being the leader, like having a sales team under me and. They, it really was not open for discussion on how to do things. Yeah. It was like, this is what you do, and I'm in charge of you doing it. Right. And it put me in that role. I, I think I, the reason I've always, I hope I'm not this way now as a, as a coach, but like 
you know, I grew up being a bossy big sister. Right. Okay. And <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm thinking think, about our relationship dynamic now, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I can turn into the bossy big sister really easy, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when I, I mean, like I said, when it's, if the context is like, no, this isn't open for debate, it's not a creative project. I'm in charge of you doing your stuff and you need to do it. So how do I inspire you to become your best is the challenge versus how do we collaborate and like, I let you take control and, and off to the races. It depends on what, what your job is. But again, like, I think you raise a really valid point about the value of different types of leadership styles. Yeah. and how different leadership styles work in different environments. I always tended to be a bit more of a collaborative leader, but then again, I'm the youngest in my family, right? So that's, that's, that's interesting. It's really interesting. I wonder, so if you're listening to this, and are you the bossy older sibling? Or the or collaborative the... youngest sibling? Yeah. <laughs> who, wants, who wants everyone to get along and kind of wants us all to work as a team? I, that's, that's an interesting, that, that in itself is a pretty interesting question, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I think that also, you know, because as, as the oldest, I just uh, had a, an innate, like, you know, I was confident this is what I'm, I was here first. And this is what we do. And this is what I've learned. And let, <laughs> and let me impart my wisdom on you. <laughs> and you will fall in line. Yeah, right. Or else. <laughs> oh, that's, boy. Uh, so, that's yeah. Interesting if, in itself. if you're listening and you want to be a good leader, or you feel like you're challenged. Some days you're a good leader, some days you aren't. Mm-hmm. What, what would you like them to know? You know, this will kind of answer your question. I think sometimes we're thrust into leadership and we're not always initially comfortable with that role. And the reason we're not initially comfortable with that role is probably because we have a preconceived notion of what a leader is and what, what it takes to be a leader. My advice would be to open up open your mind to the different styles of leadership and find your comfort level as a leader. Leader doesn't mean one thing. You know, it, it, there are different types of leadership roles. It depends on the team you have. It depends on the circumstances. I, I think quite often real leaders tend to step up when nobody else does. So if you find yourself in a circumstance where, you, you know, if you have a team around you or whatever, nobody seems to be taking a leadership role. And I know people like this, and I've been in this situation where I've actually, you know, not wanted to be, for whatever reason, I've said, I don't want to be a leader. I just, like, I just want to be a follower here. And so I'll sit back and I'll go, I'm just going to let somebody else take, you know, when I was in school and you were doing group projects, I'm just going to let somebody else take the lead. I'm going to sit back because I'm I do to- that with the moms here, the PTA moms. Oh my gosh. These women are like, you know, type A, they're taking charge. Right. They're like, ah, this is what we do. And I'm like, I am a, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Well, and because I'm a verbal processor, if I get into a group dynamic, I'm going to talk. You know, like <laughs> it's really difficult for me to hold back. So I'm going to have an opinion and I'm going to express that opinion. And oftentimes people will gravitate toward you as a leader when you're a voice in the room and when you yes. say a lot of stuff. Yes. So there are times when I've, I've kind of forced myself, okay, sit back, shut up. Don't say a word. Just kind of let somebody else take on this role. And then sometimes nobody takes on the role. Yeah. You find yourself going, somebody's got to take this. Yeah. So I, I jump in and go, oh my God, this is the silence is killing me. Fine, I'll do it. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. So I, I'd say, you know, 
in terms of advice, I just think people need to be open to different leadership styles. Just like I heard somebody say once, there's no such thing as creative and non-creative people. Everybody's creative in the right circumstance. Everybody can be a leader in the right circumstance. That's, I believe that too. And so I think be open to it, evaluate the circumstances, trust people around you, and remember that leadership is not always about superiority. Drop the mic. <laughs> That's great. That's good. All um, right. Sounds good. Awesome. All right. All right. So we're going to talk to you again, folks, real soon. And before we go, Jenny, why don't you go ahead and tell them how they can find us? Well, I would love for you to join us on Facebook and our group. It is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Technicolor Mindset. We're having discussions in there. You can bring your questions. You can bring your thoughts on what we're talking about, or you can even change the subject. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you've got something to say about leadership, that's great. If you've got, if you've got a, an idea for a topic that you want us to discuss, let us know. And we will happily take on any of the topics that, that you want. We to also get. have some really cool worksheets out there. If you go to technicolormindset.com and sign up for a free PDF, that's some great stuff for you to dig into and learn. Absolutely. And consider the idea of becoming a Mindset Maverick. In July, we're going to be starting our Mindset Maverick group. And Mindset Mavericks will be able to actually participate with us on a weekly basis and join us in weekly meetings and also from time to time receive one-on-one -on -one private coaching from Jenny and or I as well. That's right. So there's yeah. lots of opportunity in the Technicolor Mindset program and go to technicolormindset.com to learn more. And we're going to talk to you again real soon. All right. Bye. All right. Take care, Jenny. Cheers. Cheers.